Greetings, innovators, and welcome to Back of the Napkin, where we explore big journeys in the world of small business with the personalities who make it happen. And this is the first of what I expect to be many, many bite-sized segments that we have taken to calling our Friday Fails. I'm Dusty Weiss, along with Stephanie Davis, and Steph, what are we doing here with the Friday Fails? Wow, Dusty. Here at Sure Payroll, we believe failure is an important part of learning and growing. Therefore, we don't run and hide from failure. We fully embrace it. In fact, Sure Payroll used to have an annual award for the best fail in the company. It's something that we've started to re-implement and celebrate on the marketing team, and it's why we wanted to have a Friday Fail segment for the podcast. So while the fails may not be fun in the moment, they definitely leave a lasting impact. And of course, if you can learn from your mistakes, you can come out even stronger for having made them. In episode one of Back of the Napkin, we chatted with Lee Kitchen, a brainstorming facilitator and consultant in Florida who helps huge companies flush out their creative ideas. He got his start at the Walt Disney Company. So we figured that Lee might be able to offer some excellent perspective on the subject of failure, and we were not disappointed. You love failure. You want people to admit when they failed in the exercise and didn't follow the rules. I mainly do that to call people out to tell them that it's okay. You know, we all have trouble breaking our own habits and we're our own worst enemy when it comes to that. So calling people out of the session is a great way to just say, hey, we're okay with it. We know it's going to happen. So let's not pretend it's not going to happen because we know it's going to happen. And over the course of, you know, three or four exercises, I find that it happens less and less. So they stop failing about the third exercise because they were like, oh, I get it now. I can say yes and. We all have kind of a shell or a cover that we want people to see. And there was a time in my career where I realized that I can't be anyone but myself. And when I tried to be something different or what people wanted me to be, I failed at that really bad, right? So I tried to be the brand manager that my boss wanted me to be. And my boss pulled me aside. I was like, hey, what happened to Levy? We want we want the fun, energetic, creative Levy back. So I appreciate you're trying to be more businessy, but we we don't want you to lose yourself. So it was a, a soul searching kind of thing. I just had to be myself and people just wanted me to be me. And that's how I was able to kind of be the best me possible. So in this business, I give them all of that plus another 50%. Yes. <laughs> that's why I don't drink coffee, you know, because <laughs> this is just the way I am naturally. And, and this is kind of a gift, right? That not a whole lot of people have this much energy, have this positivity. So I feel like I'm not doing anybody right by not paying it forward. Lee, sort of drilling further down into this failure motif, in my experience working in the corporate world previously, I find that very often organizationally failure is stigmatized mm -hmm. and, and almost penalized and where people might have offered up a creative suggestion, they keep it to themselves out of fear. Is this a common problem, would you say, in the world of business? Yep. It's definitely common and it really has to do with good leadership. And I see, I've seen it so often and that's why I, I'm really lucky because I, I've, I've partnered with one of Disney's best leaders. His name is Dan Cockrell and listening to him talk about leadership and about setting the example and about admitting your failures is so inspiring because I had so many leaders in my Disney career that they were also fronting and trying to cover up whatever they weren't good at. And the leaders that I really remember are the ones that are like, all right, you guys, we screwed this up. So let's, let's have an idea session, feel how we, how we can do better. There was no blame place. It was just, Hey, we're a team and we're rallying together. And I found that those leaders always got better results and better ideas. 
Well, Lee, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, as they say. So uh, why don't you tell us about a time in your career when you just absolutely fell on your face and failed? (laughs) The first one I thought of in this category was I was lucky enough to spend three months in Shanghai Disney and it was a special event, right? And so we had three months to basically put together three days to launch the entire park. And of course, in any event situation, and Stephanie, you know this, it always seems like we never have the time, money, or resources to do it right. But at Disney, we get it done and you wouldn't even know the difference in the background because the Disney special event machine is a wonder of the world. And I remember the, it was a three night event. The first night went off without a hitch. Beautiful. So I was in charge of celebrities, believe it or not. And we had a beautiful celebrity red carpet. Everything was great. The next night we had set up for a big show in front of the castle and we had a rain plan and a regular plan and we never rehearsed the rain plan. And what happened? It rained. Oh, <laughs> and no. everything, everything in the background. Now, of course, you wouldn't know on the on the outside because it was perfect because we had pre-taped it, et cetera. But everything kind of failed in the background. And I remember th- I didn't get on the radio fast enough to tell people when all the celebrities exit, make sure you walk them with umbrellas to the next destination. Well, they didn't do that. They all walked <laughs> backstage. And so here's 300 celebrities expecting – Yeah, and I was in charge of this, expecting vans to come pick them up. Well, there was no vans. (laughs) So there's radio chatter. And meanwhile, I know they're coming to Tomorrowland, and the place is a wreck in the back. So I'm picking up trash really fast in my suit and stuff like that. And I had one of the executives who got lost like seven times, jumped out. He recognized me, and he gave me my what for. And I'd, I'd never been yelled at with so many executives for a good 10 minutes with all my colleagues watching. So... I accept, I took one for the team that night and I was like, I have failed. (laughs) But you know what? Again, no one would have noticed because it was a perfect show uh, when they had it on TV. So taking your lumps like you did, was there a valuable takeaway lesson that made you a better professional as a result? Uh, Yeah, it's, it really supported that teamwork and you, you have to be transparent in communication specifically, and you have to share information, especially when there's so much at stake holding on to information and not sharing it with anybody could be really detrimental. And that was a case where we all needed to be as transparent as possible. And we all needed to get something done and collaborate as the best that we possibly can. So yeah, sharing information and being transparent. What about that executive that gave you what for? Uh, If you could go back and talk to that person now, what would you tell them about how that experience shaped you as a person? You know, what's funny is that I'm sure he was equally as frustrated that that stuff was happening because he was an Asian counterpart of ours that worked in Asia. And so he was probably frustrated that the team at Disneyland weren't doing. So I, I would basically go back and shake his hand and go, Hey, no hard feelings. We were both frustrated and it was, you know, it was raining and it was not going the way it's supposed to go. So I would definitely say I'd high five him and say no hard feelings. And he would recognize me on the street there probably now because we had a lot of interaction. So. <laughs> so it didn't damage the relationship going forward? No. As a matter of fact, the next day I was responsible for seating executives for the opening ceremony. And he tried to sit in the direct reports of Bob Iger. And I had to say, sorry, man, you have to sit over here. And he was he was totally good with it. So <laughs> my one job was to protect. I had the board of directors. Bob, like only board of directors can sit here. Sorry, guys. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good that he didn't hold that against you. And, and it sounds like it was just a momentary venting of frustrations yeah. and, and not the sort of 
disproportionate penalization of failure that can really stunt an organization. But. Yeah. And you know, every time you fail, you, you definitely learn something each time. So I, I like to make a list of those things because those are the big moments in life. When you have a big failure like that, it's the only way that you truly grow. No use dwelling on stuff that we can't change. Let's just think about how we're going to make it better next time. And, and I'll agree that we're going to try our best to avoid that. And of course, there'll probably be something we don't think of and we're going to fail again. And we'll just learn from that and keep going. It's the best way to learn. It really is. I mean, that's taken straight from Jedi Master Yoda, who very famously <laughs> said, the best teacher failure yeah, is. Absolutely. Thank you for that Yoda reference. Failure's hard enough. But when it's in a public setting like Lee's, it's really hard to handle. But he pivoted well and embraced the moment. I've always said taking a tongue lashing isn't the hardest thing about messing up. It's holding your own tongue long enough to get your temper under control so that you can save some face. That's the tricky part. And Lee offered a masterclass in this instance. If you want to hear Lee's full episode, check it out in the podcast feed and be sure to check in with us again soon. We're going to have more full episodes and more Friday Fails coming out on a regular basis. So please make sure that you're subscribed in your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating or even a review. We would love to hear from you about any ideas that you have for small business owners who we should be featuring on this show. Back of the Napkin is brought to you by Sure Payroll, where small business is their business. From easy online payroll to 401k support and award-winning customer service, Sure Payroll has been serving the payroll and business needs of small businesses for more than 20 years. Learn more at surepayroll.com and get two months free as a new customer. Here on Back of the Napkin, our executive producer is my boss, Sure Payroll's Carrie Straits. Co-producers are Kevin Aubrey, Ashley Peterson, and Dave Papa, and our production partners are PodCamp Media. Where we provide branded podcast production services for businesses, our editor and producer is Larry Kilgore III. So thanks for tuning in to Back of the Napkin. I'm Dusty Weiss. And I'm Stephanie Davis. 